The biggest hurdle between me and eating healthy, delicious meals for lunch is decision fatigue. Honestly, by the time lunchtime rolls around, I've already made like a thousand decisions from what my toddler should wear to how much I want to argue with her about how you have to brush your teeth in the morning, you know? <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, I absolutely agree. And like I have taken to doing meal preps or like buying a bunch of ready to eat meals to like heat up quickly. And I recently tried Factor. And let me tell you, Factor is like 12,000 steps above and beyond any ready to meet eat meal I have ever tried before. That's right. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef curated, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started and get after your goals. I tried the two-minute meals where I could fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. And they also offer pancakes, smoothies, and more. There's a wide variety of easy options throughout the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Plus, there's no prep and no mess. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Factor is also flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution when you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. And you don't want to make any more decisions because you're exhausted, like me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 and use code justbreakup50 to get 50% off. That's code justbreakup50 at factormeals.com slash justbreakup50 to get 50% off. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who's afraid that she'll be cheated on again. But before we begin, we Ugh. just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. That is correct. We are not professionals. We are not trained in this. But we have been doing this for five years. Five, five and a years. half. Really. That's a lot. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> but five years, no less. Please take our advice as you see fit. We are only here to offer our humble musings. So hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding, but mostly confusing experience that is love. Okay. So in lieu of a check-in topic, we're going to just give you a couple like, I don't know, administrative updates about our just break up world <laughs> that, sounds, that makes it sound that, so exciting <laughs> it sounds yeah no we're just we just wanted to update you about a couple things first um this week we're going to air the last new just break up episodes of 2023 and That's we're right. going to take the week of christmas off um we have done this every year, except for last year. I don't think we did it for some yeah, reason. I don't, think we did. I don't, but, I don't know why, but we didn't. Uh, but this <laughs> is a really have. good time for us. We've been putting out weekly episodes, um, like we said, for five plus years. And it's just a nice time to have a little bit of break, be a little bit more present with our loved ones. So thank you. Thank you for um, supporting us 
uh, taking that space and time for ourselves. For sure. If you need just break up bonus episodes, um, well, first That's of all, right. we're gonna air a uh, we're gonna air a Patreon episode Wednesday next week, just so y'all who don't support us on Patreon get a taste of what those episodes feel like. Um, and also, in, starting January first, we are gonna be running a special campaign it's not even a campaign it's just like us asking you all it's like a goal <laughs> for something. that we have for ourselves yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. starting in january 1st we're going to change over our patreon subscription levels just a little not not a ton making a couple little changes and we wanted to tell you about them yeah it's been a while since we've like gone hard on getting folks to subscribe to our patreon um and the reality is is that like our patreon is the main driver of the sustainability of this podcast um like we are reliant on you all deciding that our content is worth money to you in order to create yeah. to be able to create it uh, and we're so thankful that so many of you have said yes to that and have supported us meaningfully over the course of the four and a half years five years that we've had a patreon and we're asking more folks to sign up this month because we want to make sure that we can continue to do this podcast in a way that is workable for Sierra and me. And so this month we're asking 100 people to sign up for our Patreon because we know that you all are out there, that you're listening, and we think that you all want to be part of a community of people who are supporting two people who are making good content and to to show that you really appreciate how much this community has come together to create a space where folks feel affirmed and loved and seen because we are only as strong as you all are because it's so funny because it's like we host this podcast and yet like so much of the work that we do is dependent on like you all just like tuning in and loving each other and talking yes. to each other on the Facebook group and engaging with each other in so many different ways, right? Like we, this is a, a community podcast is how I like to think about it. And we're asking you all to, yeah. to step up this month to support the sustainability of the work that we're doing. By this month, Sam means January 1st. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, um, yeah, so starting in January, we have this internal goal, I guess like external now, it's a community goal to get 100 new patrons over on our Patreon. And if you've never supported us on Patreon before, um, I really love it as a platform. It allows you to subscribe monthly. You can cancel anytime, so it's not like you don't get like locked in. Um, and our right now, our Offerings are for five dollars a month. You could you could sign up just in January for five bucks and then cancel it. Um, for five dollars mm -hmm. a month, you get access to a bonus weekly episode um, in which we you know do a deep dive into a topic where we get a little bit more personal. We answer Patreon Patreon subscriber letters. Um, that's a bonus episode that comes out every Wednesday. Uh, you'll also get access to the back catalog of the bonus episodes we've been making for. Wow, four years, Sam said. <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. um, you know, so there's like 200 plus bonus episodes at your fingertips that you you get access to. You know, you don't, it doesn't start at zero. You get access to the whole back catalog. Yep. And um, one of the things we've changed is that $5 a month, you also get access to our monthly Just Break Up Office Hours, which is a monthly Zoom hangout with Sam and I, where, and the community members who show up, uh, where we hang out on Zoom and we answer your questions live. So, if you have written to us and we haven't 
you know, answered your letter yet, or maybe you've got like an immediate burning pressing question, or maybe you just want to know like what our favorite, you know, hot dog toppings are, you can <laughs> come to the office hours, hang out with us and, and, and ask us questions live. If you want to subscribe for a little bit more, like if you want to, you know, give us a, like a tip on top of that $5 subscription, you can subscribe for $10 a month. Um, and with $10 a month, you get access to our three primary episodes that come out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You get access to those episodes for uh, ad-free and all on Monday. And you get access to everything that we said on at the $5 level. You, mm-hmm. um, But you'll get the, the primary episodes ad-free all out on Monday if you want to listen to them all at once like we used to like we used to put them out. Um, So yeah, those are our new subscription letters. As Sam said, like we do rely on you 100%. We are an independent podcast. And so $5 might not seem like a lot to you, or maybe it does, but you know, right now it, a $6 right now you can get a latte, a medium latte for $6. And that like still blows my mind. (laughs) Really upset about this (laughs) y'all. I just I, honestly, I I just can't believe that. She, she, but, she can't believe. You know, we we are we are going through an inflation, y'all. I've ranted about this so much, like privately. So I'm just going to bring it to the public forum right now. We're going through an inflation right now, and all prices are going up everywhere. And I keep saying to Sam and Spencer, like, should we raise our Patreon price? And we've decided no. We really like that it's this five dollar thing. That it's just yeah. a five dollar catch all or ten dollar catch all. Um, so we're not going to raise our prices for you. In fact, we've, we're giving you more for less, but we're asking you directly to support us. If you've been listening to us for for years, man, I'm sounding like an NPR. Yeah, you're really channeling right now, like but, your, your inner Steven Skeep or whatever. <laughs> but it's genuine, y'all. I know, you know, we get so many letters from y'all that are like, I've been listening from the beginning or I've been listening for the last six months and I've, I, you know, I've been... I show up in my relationships differently because of the advice you give. And that means so much to me. I really, truly, my day is made by those notes. And also it would mean so much to Sam and I, if you could, you know, if you can financially choose to support us, it would be so meaningful to us. We're setting the goal of a hundred new patrons and at $5 a month to to one person, that's not very much, but a hundred of you, that would make a huge difference in Sam and Spencer and I's professional life for this podcast. That's right. And the reality is, is that like this podcast is just three people, right? It's, we're not part of a network. Like the, the, the amount of money that you put into Patreon isn't going to somebody you don't know. It is like, it is literally going into the pockets of the three (laughs) of us, right? Like, if you can like think of your $5, (laughs) like it gets, you know, we, we pay a percentage to Patreon and then that's like the 470 that's left. Imagine tipping Sam and I two bucks and then Spencer gets 70 cents. <laughs> to be honest, it's a little bit skewed differently because we pay each other hourly. So Spencer gets like more. <laughs> but still, no, absolutely. Like, that's, anyway, I mean, that's what it is. It's like literally handing us a five dollar bill. And we're just like, thank you me. so much. I really appreciate this. Like we like put it in our wallet. Like that is what is happening yeah. with that five dollars. So like, yeah, if you want to support creators, if you want to support three people who have been doing this work for the last five years, this is the best way to do it. This is the way that we yes. would love to support our podcast 100% of the time. It's just by folks being willing to give us $5 a month, $10 a yes. month, whatever is meaningful for you. Because that that's meaningful for us to know that our listeners want to support us with actual cash. We, we really love it. 
Yes. Um, and one more thing that I forgot to say um, that I just want to add really quickly is that if you are in the position to be able to like subscribe for more, you don't, you know, you could, you could subscribe for whatever number amount that you want for if sure. you want to like give us a tip, but you can also choose an annual subscription where you like pay for all of the months up front and you get with that, you get a 10% discount, which means you essentially get two months free. So like if you want to pay right. For, you know, $5 a month for 52 weeks for the whole year, they, they knock off 10% and you, and you actually pay 50 bucks for the, for the whole year. Yeah. Which is awesome. So anywho, um, sorry for the PBS or the NPR membership drive (laughs) thing, but it's genuine y'all. We haven't really pushed Patreon for like more than six months. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to do this to, to make sure that we can still make this podcast happen for you. Um, and we're really proud that we've been running for five plus years. Um, yeah. And we want to keep going. We want to keep Absolutely. building with y'all. So yes. 100 new patrons. That's our goal starting January 1st. Maybe if we hit that goal, we'll like have a party or something like a like a popcorn <laughs> party like that. we did in school. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Okay. So uh, you can subscribe today at um, patreon.com slash just break up pod. Well, Subscribe January 1st if you want. <laughs> Technically. We'll, we'll count anybody who airs, you know. Yeah, I think ever since when in... this episode airs, we'll start counting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, let's dive. Let's do what we're, you know, let's do what we're good at and dive into a letter. I love it. All right. Our letter today is from Old Hurt, whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing to us from an unhealed place. Hi, Sam and Sierra. Gosh, the self-work is just never ending, huh? (laughs) So true. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for everything you do for us, JVU listeners. You've helped me so much in my current relationship and to make sense of my past ones. But my question is coming from a wound that just won't heal. I, 30, she, her, am currently in a relationship of just under two years with a truly wonderful person, 32, he, him. And I'm just so happy. He makes me feel safe, heard, appreciated, loved all the good things when we come up against an issue we talk about it in a way that i've never been able to uh, with partners before in no small part thanks to your podcast where we both feel heard and come away satisfied one problem i just can't get past however is old wounds from being cheated on in previous relationships my first relationship ended with them cheating on me one time where they kissed someone that i know about for sure and another time where they allegedly had sex with a friend of theirs with which was seemingly confirmed by everyone around us, including the person they supposedly had sex with, but not by them. The occasion I know for sure I was cheated on, they were going out for their first night out at college. They were a year older than me and I hadn't gone to college yet. And despite being someone who often feels jealous, I said to them, don't worry about messaging me. Just let me know when you got home safe at the end of the night and enjoy yourself. Of course, I woke up to no text, panicked and tried to call them. And eventually they answered and were vague about what happened. And it took me almost a week to get them to admit that they had cheated on me with a girl at the bar. When I asked how or why it happened, their response was, I'm not sure I didn't even want to kiss her. I think this Mm. lack of reasoning as to why it happened has left me on the back foot when it comes to healing. I guess my anxious little brain says... If I don't understand why it happened, how can I stop it from happening again? I know, I know, I can't stop it happening, but try telling my brain that. (laughs) 
In my most recent long-term relationship, she never cheated on me as far as I was aware, but she had sent flirtatious messages to people she had dated in the past and tried to hide those sort of things from me. Cut to my current relationship, and even though my sensible brain tells me this guy is all in with me, would never hurt me, has only ever been honest with me, I can't help but go into panic mode over the tiniest things. I kind of feel like a car that has been broken into a few times, and now the car alarm goes off even when someone brushes up against the door. Deep down, I know that this isn't a break-in, it's just someone walking past, but I've been broken into multiple times in the past and I don't know how to protect myself in any other way than sounding the alarm for anything that could look like a break-in. It's a great metaphor. Mm -hmm. I guess my question is, how do I quiet the car alarm? How do I listen to my current partner tell me a story about a friend who he finds really funny or interesting without hearing the alarm and thinking this person is going to be a problem? In short, how can I chill the hell out? We've had conversations about our boundaries and what we consider cheating, what things we are cool with but would rather know about, and what things we're totally fine with. So I feel secure in that to an extent, but I want my partner to feel like they can tell me about what they've been up to without triggering me. I want to show them that I trust them. I want to leave this annoying old hurt out of my new amazing relationship. Any advice on to what to do here would be so, so appreciated. Thanks again for everything you do. Sending so much love to you both and the rest of the JBU community. Oh, old hurt. Thank you so much for writing to us. Um, you know, I think that this feeling of of I, the metaphor that you have is just like so good that like thing of like um somebody just walks past and suddenly the alarms are blaring um and that feeling of like of having what feels like a really outsized reaction to like a normal thing happening is really hard it it you know yeah. like when we're looking at ourselves and being like why can't you just calm down like this isn't a break in like why are you why are you sounding the alarm like i totally understand yeah. um how frustrating that can be and and like the idea that it kind of like feels outside of our control right it's like oh my god this thing keeps happening and i can't do anything about it i just every time my partner talks about somebody they like i'm like alarms 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 um and i i empathize i think that a lot of people probably really understand what it feels like to have some of these like i would even call it like a trauma response like come up around stuff that's like this isn't happening, but it feels like it's happening, right? Like that yeah. our bodies are just like not responding in the way that we would expect them to. And I think Sierra and I are going to offer some some advice on how to maybe reframe some of the stories that you're telling yourself about why this is happening or why the things that have happened to you happened to you in an effort to try and kind of rewire that alarm so that it's not quite as um, as testy as it currently is. Um, but we're also just going to offer a lot of empathy and support to say that, you know, sometimes this happens, right? Sometimes our alarms go off for no reason. And the important question we can ask ourselves is how do we support ourselves? How do we respond when those alarm bells are going off for us. So we're going to yeah. get into some of that practical advice, some musings in just a second. But before that, we're going to take a quick break.
All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karakul jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. (laughs) Stop wasting money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. (laughs) We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, my darling, welcome back and thank you for writing and trusting us with this letter. It's one I really relate to as like a very anxiously attached person who I'm really good at being hyper vigilant and looking for hurt. <laughs> you know, like I'm really good <laughs> at being like on alert for 
for things that will hurt me. It's it's for sure. It comes off as like a defensiveness sometimes. It comes off as a sensitivity sometimes. It comes off as a trauma response sometimes, as Sam said. Um, but I've come to really just see it as a hyper vigilance that I've learned that I. Th- that my subconscious thinks will protect me. And as Mm. you said in the letter, it doesn't really protect us, does it? It just tricks us into thinking that if we don't do this hypervigilance, if we're not on constant alert looking for things that could hurt us, we're going to get hurt even more. Um, So, yes, deeply relate. I want to start with just like a couple ideas. Um, One that... I, I think I came to on this show at some point years ago, um, the idea that trusting your past partners, like trusting that partner who was in college or whatever, um, trusting them and saying, have a good night, text me later. That's not what hurt you, right? Yeah. What hurt yeah. you is their behavior and them overstepping the boundaries of your relationship. Trusting your partner, trusting your current good partner trusting the things that he says, the the behavior that he shows you, that's not a sign of weakness or, a, you know, you're not going to like, that's not going to make you fall into a trap that you didn't see, right? Trusting is the good thing. Trusting isn't what hurts us. The other thing I want to talk about is, you know, that nervous system response that you have, that car alarm metaphor, I want to tell you that our hypervigilance isn't actually very smart. That car alarm isn't smart. As you said in the metaphor, when somebody brushes up against it, it goes off, right? Mm -hmm. So we've been taught to listen to that hypervigilance. We've been taught to listen to that car alarm. But what we need to retrain ourselves is to not... it's not that it, we need to retrain ourselves to not have the car alarm, although that is a good goal to have down the line. The sure. first goal is to hear the car alarm and to know that it's, it may not be telling us anything intelligible. It might just have been like the wind. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, <clears throat> what we have to retrain first is how do we react to the car alarm? And then once mm-hmm. we know how to... Ch- once we know how to choose how to react to the car alarm, then we can work on turning the car alarm off. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, you know, so he starts talking about somebody he finds really funny and you feel that nervous system spike and you feel your adrenaline spike and you, and you're panicky. And all of a sudden, all you can hear when he says, Oh my God, they're so funny is they're so much funnier than you are. Right. That's when you literally need, like, me identifying that my nervous system was triggered during those times was so important to me because I realized that once I got my nervous system to relax, once I got, like, my blood pressure down or whatever the fuck, that's Uh when I could really, like, think, okay, what is really happening here? Is he saying, oh, my God, this person's so hot and funny and attractive and I want to bone them and I'm going to leave them for you? No, he's saying, (laughs) oh, this friend is so funny. And don't we want our partners to have funny friends? <laughs> like, don't we want them to laugh and find pleasure in their friendships? For yes. Sure. So how do we calm our nervous system down? Ta- counting to 10, time, you mm-hmm. know, like vocalizing what's happening and being like, okay, I just need to calm down a little. Like for me, it's because it's so physical, I have to do something physical to uh, like oppose it. Like, so for sure. 
I'll go in, honestly, like sometimes when I'm triggered, I'll go in the bathroom and I'll look in the mirror and be like, take a deep couple breaths and be like, this isn't what you think it is. Mm-hmm. Your wife doesn't mm-hmm. want to leave you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this isn't <laughs> Absolutely. it. Absolutely. This ain't it, girl. Come back again another time because this ain't it. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. No, absolutely. I think um, <clears throat> one of the things that I have been thinking about recently, because uh, this is something that my therapist actually said to me, which is that like when we're in that panic mode, we're like trying to have a rational like conversation or argument with ourselves doesn't actually work right because we're like Mm -hmm. we're like a child who has become dysregulated right it's we're Mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. what we need to do is is to like tend to the hurt that's happening so like when those alarm bells start going off instead of being like oh my god stop being irrational right like this you know better than this sometimes what we actually have to do is be like oh my god i'm so i'm i'm so scared right now right like and how how awful Mm. is it to feel so scared right or oh my god yes I'm experiencing this like moment of panic because of everything that's happened to me. Like how it's really hard to feel this panicky, right? It is, it's, it's not fun to have these alarm bells go off. So how do we like care for ourselves as if we are children, right? As if we need tender love and care. Oh my God. I'm literally picturing my toddler having a meltdown. For sure. And like, even when she's irrational, like the other day I gave her... (laughs) Okay. I gave her, uh, yeah, she I gave her a blue spoon <laughs> and we don't own an orange spoon, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> her, her alarm bells were, were screaming, man, mm-hmm. but we don't own an orange spoon, but I can't tell her that like that doesn't comfort her. You know, what comforts her is like me hugging her and telling her like, it's okay. I'm so sorry. Like, it's okay to be upset, you know? It's sure. okay that you want something like, oh, maybe we can, maybe we can go look at the orange paper instead of the orange, you know, <laughs> I love that. fork or whatever. <laughs> Solutions um, and that sounds silly, but like, it. how do you, how do you, it's really about redirection, <laughs> which applies in yeah. this thing. You know what I mean? How do you redirect also yourself? True. How Absolutely. Do you we are just like, we are little toddlers all yeah, the time. Just, just like having... <laughs> Having panic we, attacks. We just are. <laughs> Having a toddler is a study in my own human emotions because we think we're rational. We just have more language. That's all. It, that's true. <laughs> that's really true. <laughs> anyway, so I, I always love when Sam talks about like soothing his inner child because um, it's really what we have to do, though. Like what's happening here? You know, if, so if you're me and you take yourself to the bathroom for a second to like do your deep breaths and look in the mirror, my style is more like a like a mafia person being like, get out of here. Yeah. You know? But what it <laughs> should it be. Yeah. What it should be is or I'll break your fingers. Um, what it should be is you look into the mirror and you say, like, you're safe. It's yeah. safe yep. to trust someone. Mm-hmm. It's OK to trust. It's okay to feel afraid to lose someone right now because you obviously care about this person a lot. It's okay yep. to be afraid. But it's also learning how to comfort yourself with a and also because then that comfort turns into this. It's okay to be afraid and also I'm not going to let that fear dictate how well I love this person. For sure. It's okay to be afraid, to be insecure 
And also, I'm not going to let my insecurities be louder than the actions and words of my partner. You know, I'm going to I'm going to make space for both of these things at the same time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, like the the redirecting can happen only when we tend to the regulation that we need to do, right? Like the care that we need to offer ourselves, the, the, the love that we need to, to say like, this is, yeah. Oh my God. It's so hard to be afraid. Yes. It, I understand. Like you love this person a lot and you don't want to lose them. And, and you're, you're really scared that that's going to happen. And then once we can do that sort of like tending to ourselves, it becomes easier for us to start redirecting some of the patterns of thought that we have about what is happening, right? Like I can just, I'm from reading your letter, you know, you shared how, you know, the person that you were with when you were, when uh, he was in college, like you were like chill and you were good and you, you didn't ask for anything. And then look what happened, right? This idea that somehow you caused the fact that this person cheated on you. And even the idea that you have here of like, if I just knew why it would, why it happened, it would, it would feel better, right? Like I, I would be able to make sense of it. And I, I want to tell you that even if you knew why it happened, it would still hurt, Let me tell you. right? Like it's, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sierra can, Let me can tell testify. You, you don't want to know why. You don't want to yeah, know why. Doesn't help, hurts. honestly. <laughs> right? Um, like I think that or, this, like, guess what? Like in, in, in like a very real way, I can tell you why, because they were drinking and they went out and they were flirting and it felt good. And they followed that feeling at no point, at no point did your ex say, this is because I don't like my partner, or this is because this person is hotter than my partner. This was a drunk, immature choice that had very little to do with you. And that's honestly, I know that's so painful because then you're like, because they weren't thinking about me. But at least maybe now in adulthood, you can say it wasn't that I wasn't enough. It had it had little to nothing to do with me. They were following an immature joy. It didn't it wasn't about picking someone over me. Right. Absolutely. And it wasn't because you were like chill. Right. It wasn't because you wanted them to go out and have a good night, right? Like, I think sometimes when we've experienced like this pain of of what you've been through, right? We come up with these stories that are designed to help keep us safe, right? Like, okay, it's because I did this and then this was the outcome. So if I don't do that again, it won't happen again, right? Or if I can understand why this person um, did the thing that they did, then I can make sure that next time I am prepared for that and I will do this, this, and mm -hmm. this to make sure that this thing doesn't happen or they're not in this situation again. And like Sierra said, the reality is, is that like, so it has so little to do with you and that, I, I know that that sounds like really callous, but that's not, I'm trying to say it in a way that is like freeing, right? In a way that is. In those is, moments, they're not like, oh my God, this is because I don't want this person. It's, right. it's, or because, it's because they are whatever. It's so I'm going to do this because uh, my girlfriend said that it was okay that I didn't text her tonight. <laughs> right. Like that's yeah, I yeah, under, yeah, yeah. like like that's the logic yeah. that we're kind of following. Right. Or I'm going to do this because uh, I have a very rational reason that I'm not going to share with her. <laughs> right. Like there's so like it's so funny to like say some of this stuff out loud because it like sounds so ridiculous. And 
I also know that like that's the those are the stories that our brains tell ourselves about like what is happening here. And so what I want you to be able to do is is to to soothe yourself when the car alarm goes off instead of being like, stop going off car alarm instead of being like, oh, no, we are we're we're panicking. Right. Like we're afraid right now for lots of justifiable reasons, even though it feels like somebody just brushed past. Right. Like, no, somebody just brushed past and also the car has been broken into 17 times. So yes, it's a little testy mm-hmm. and like, that's okay. That's understandable. And to, to do some of that, like holding of the, the, the feelings that you're having and then mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, like this idea that you have of like, tell my brain this. And I'm like, I do want to tell your brain this. And I also need to make sure that your heart is okay because your brain's not going to listen if your heart is panicking, right? Like your brain's not going to listen if your heart feels like no one is understanding it. So how do we do both of these things at the same time? Which is to say, yeah, absolutely. It's understandable why the alarm is going off and the alarm is, is hard. Like it's not fun and it's not because you're you're stupid or crazy or whatever. It's because like you've been through stuff that has caused right. your alarm to be a hair trigger and, and holding yourself in that and then saying, okay. And, and also we're believing a particular story about why this happened, right? We're believing that it's because we weren't lovable. We're believing that it's because we were too chill. We're believing because that it's because of just like wild whims that this person was on and that we should have known so that we could do something different and instead decide to believe, start believing something different, right? So when those alarm bells are going off, holding yourself and then saying, I know the story that we're saying is this. And also what we know to be true is that it had nothing to do with me. It was because of 17 million other reasons besides just me. I don't actually have any control of it. So how do I care for myself in the reality of that lack of control? How do I need to hold myself to say, this is hard, this is scary. And vulnerability is always scary and always hard. Yes. And like from one anxiously attached cutie to another, I guarantee, you know, something I had to really tell myself and, and, and come to terms with is that like, I could look forever. I could, I could look for hurt forever, right? Because it's vulnerable to trust. It feels vulnerable to be in partnership with someone after being hurt, you know? And I could look every, to this day in my happy married relationship, I could, I could always want to pick up her phone. I could always ask a couple extra questions about the new exciting person in her life. I could, we can look for things that will hurt us forever. And the looking will be what hurts us over time. Not the trusting, not the relationship. Um, So, you know, the next time you find yourself listening to that car alarm, you know, do everything that Sam and I have already said. And also tell yourself, like, how long do I want to listen to this? How long do I want this fire alarm to be the thing that I that I measure the the temperature of my happiness to? Um, because we can do it forever. We can. You and I can. And and at one point we have to choose not to. Um, we love you so much, and we know we know you can make change in this moment. And we also know that you are you know, worth loving, you're worth trusting, you're worth staying with, and you're worth tending to. All of these wounds are are worth exploring. We hope this helps. Thank you for writing. Absolutely. We love you. 
All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like more content from us, or if you would like access to our office hours, our monthly office hours, where we get on Zoom and chat with folks who support us on Patreon, you can always support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. You'll get an additional bonus weekly episode. And now you will also get access to those uh, monthly office hours. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DM, send us your favorite relationship meme, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media. Original music, recording, editing, producing, all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his podcasts and music. And remember, trust isn't what hurt you. People in their own foolish human way did. Because we all have the capacity to hurt one another. But trust, vulnerability, being open, sharing your life, that's, that's not what hurt us. Those are what connect us. And if all else fails, just break up. <laughs>